Here we go. Did we get to the to the Bahainian on Khapalak? Yeah. We passed it? Yeah, six times. Alright, we started saying, okay, so then okay, so we basically were talking about um yesterday we were talking about the Indian of the Hisbainus of Sukhita Zimra. And essentially we talked about uh, is, you know, two basic ideas. Uh, one is the idea of how Hashem is, so to speak, providing for me. Second idea is the idea of how Hashem is essentially creating all of the different uh, creations. Right? In both of those, uh, His Venus is... Uh, the focal point is not Hashem, but is on the creation. Then we segued for a second into which implies there is no me. And then I think we, we shifted back. Right? Because we, then we said, where are we up to? Aval is Venus? Hashem Echad? Did we say that? I think that's where, I think we're a little bit above that. Give me, give me a line. Six lines down. Six lines down from the beginning of that paragraph? Um, or from yeah. the top of the page? <coughs> Four, five, six. Come on, No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we're up to, no? Yes, yes, no, no? Six lines. What? Zachary, what did you say? Okay, so basically we're contrasting here. We're contrasting in terms of if you're meditating on the meditations of Pesukit Zimra, the focal point is the world, that the world exists. The world could exist as Hashem is providing for the world, in which case the focus is Hashem is providing for me, right? It could be that what we're talking about is Hashem is making me. Right, yeshmi ayin. Right, we talked about that idea of yeshmi ayin yesterday. Right, so we're talking about essentially two different ideas. Uh, they're wrapped in different in different quotes here, but the two different ideas are essentially how Hashem is help is providing for me, taking care of me. Right, in terms of my all my needs, that's one idea. Second idea is how Hashem is making me. However, you look at it though, you're focusing on what you're focusing on the me. Right? That's, that's the focus, right? Either Hashem is providing for me, Hashem is creating me every single second. Whatever it is, it's, it's the focus is on the creation. Then he says, However, when we're meditating in Krishna, the Krishna meditation is how Hashem Echad. Hashem Echad is the opposite of this. Why is Hashem Echad the opposite of this? No? Zechariah? Because we just said everything was about how it's being a yesh. And this is how everything is. No, there is no yesh. There is nothing here. Hashem Echad. That's the idea. Right? It's the total opposite of what we were just talking about. Right? Not that Hashem is providing for me. Not that Hashem is creating me. There is no me. There's only Hashem. Right? The ray in the sun in the sun. The ray in the sun in the sun implies there is no ray. It's only sun. Right? That's the famous meditation from, uh, from Shayich Rebimunah. Yeah? So he says like this, Right? How the worlds are bottled out of their form completely. 
And if you're going to say that, there is no yesh at all. There is no form at all. Right? Right? So therefore, what's the chiddish here? That even after the worlds were being brought into existence, mikol makom havaya echad. Right? Despite the fact that we apparently see a world. And the world seems to take up space. And there is a world... Despite that idea, we have to say, Havaya Echad, meaning what? Really, that's not the Emes. It's a figment of my imagination. Imagination, not imagination, whatever you want to call it. But it's not the Emes. It's not the Emes. The Emes is Enor Mavado. The Emes is Hashem Echad. Hashem Echad implies not that there's one God and not a second God. It means Hashem Echad, there is nothing else except for the one. Except for what? Which one? Hashem. That's it. Meaning that even after the worlds were created, brought into existence, right? In the same way as Hashem was before the creation. That it's only Him. So that's the way it is really after the creation. It's only Him. Yeah? Just like before the creation, there was only him. So after the creation, it's only him. Right? Are you? Are, are, we, are we all together on this? Yes? What is the Mamish? Because we have to say that the worlds at the end of the day are completely bottled out of their Matthias. They're really not, there's no form here whatsoever. Right? So, uh, going back to uh, one of the examples that we gave yesterday with regards to the ice, and if you turn up the heat on the ice, it'll turn into water, and it'll be like the ice never existed. So let's go a, l- a little bit further with that muscle. And I'm making up this muscle, so it's not a, an emistic muscle, right? But it's just something to bend our minds with, Right? What would be the next step? And that the next step of it is really that there was only hydrogen and oxygen molecules the whole time. And there's nothing else except for hydrogen and oxygen molecules. Over here, it looked like a solid. Over here, it looked like a liquid. But really, it's a gas. It's just hydrogen and oxygen molecules. Why are you saying it's water? It's not water. It's molecules. It's not, it's not ice. It's, it's not a solid. It's, it's hydrogen and oxygen molecules. That's all it is. That's all it ever was. It, it was the way before before you put it in the freezer, after you put it in the freezer, doesn't matter. If you look at it with a, with a, I don't know if it's possible, but if, let's imagine you could look at it with a molecular uh, a microscope, and all you're seeing is molecules. It looks the same. You think it's a piece of ice. I'm telling you, it's not nice. It's really only hydrogen and oxygen. That's all it is, right? So I told you that's my muscle. Means that it's not an actual muscle. It's not the. There's a lot of <coughs> holes in that muscle, but it's something that you could use to brain to shift your brain a little bit. So also now, we think that we're here. We think that the table is here. We think that the world is here. Is it here? Yes. On one perspective, it is here. Can you say that there is a piece of ice there? Yeah, of course you could say there's a piece of ice there. That's if you look at it from a certain perspective. But if you look at it from a more real perspective, is there really the ice there? Not really. It's really hydrogen and oxygen. That's all it is. So really, is there a person here? No, not really. It's really only Hashem, right? So now, once you look at it from that perspective, so then the whole form of the person or the whole form of the ice 
right, just disappears because you're no longer looking at it. If the whole world is made out of peanut butter, right, so that's all you have is peanut butter. That's it. Oh, yeah, this peanut butter looks like a, like a table, and this peanut butter looks like a post office, and this peanut butter looks like a Ferrari, but it's really only peanut butter, right? Sure, it's shaped this way or shaped that way, but what is it really? It's peanut butter. That's it. Yeah? The truth is, is that after you, it's already been brought into existence, right? It's really not, it's own mitzias. It's really only peanut butter. That's all it is. So same thing here. It's really only the light of Hashem. That's all it is. I, we are looking at it from our perspective that it looks like a person, feels like a person, acts like a person. But it's not really a person. It's really the light of Hashem. That's all it is. So if that's the case, really there is no yesh here at all. All it is is peanut butter. Got it? So what did we say now? We're talking basically three different ideas in, in three general ideas, right? So the bottom two ideas that we talked about are, are less true but much more applicable to me, right? I could see Hashem, how Hashem is providing for me. I could see even Hashem, how Hashem is creating me every single second. But again, the focus is on me. I am. This third level is that I am not. If I am not, right, that's a very nice concept in theory, but my whole life, the way I was created, was to feel that I am. So it goes against everything. So yes, in philosophy, oh, do we really exist? Don't we exist? You know, okay. But, but is it really going to apply to a person's life? Very hard. Very hard to make this real. Very hard to really appreciate this, that it really influences the person in a day-to-day basis. Nevertheless, it's important to know such an idea. Their whole metzias is only a kayak pool. It's only the power to be limited. That's all it is. The Kayak Vul in Atsilus is there also. But you can't say in Atsilus the way it plays out in Atsilus that there's actually a Yesh there. No way. Right? There's no Matsyas there. It's a Kayak Vul. It's like Hashem's Kayak Vul, we're saying? Well, it's in Atsilus, yeah. Everything's Hashem's, right? Right. right. So, so it's, not, it's not actually something, it's just Hashem's limiting powers. It has the power for limitation. It has the power of limitation there. It has the power of limitation here. Right? It's all the same thing. What is Right? So how does it express itself in Atzilus? Atzilus it's called Kalim. Right? You have this idea. You have basically two, two tools that Hashem is creating the world with it at every level. Right? And the tools are called by different names at different levels. Right? You have the above the uh, above the tzimtzum, you have the uh, the the power uh, you have the idea of the kayak of the gvul and you have the kayak of the ainso. Right? Then you have the concept of the right, you have the concept of the tzimtzum. Right, and by the tzimtzum, right, you have the concept of the kav. The kav is the or, right, and the rishima is the, rishima is the keli, 
Then you have after the Simpson, you have the what is called Or and Kali, right? Each one is the concept of Kayach Gvul and Kayach Bligvul, right? Each one is expressing itself. Hashem is using these two powers to create everything, but they're called by different names at each place in the, you know, if you were to make like a map, so to speak, of the creation and above the creation, you would have each of these two powers playing off each other, but they're just called by different names at each level. So if I were to take a snapshot right at the Tsimsum, right, so you'd see that the ore that's coming in is the Kav, right? What is it coming into? It's coming into the Rishima. The Rishima is the trace that was left over by the Tsimsum, right, at that point. Before it was the Kayach and Kayach after that, it's the concept of Or and Kali. But it's all talking about the same idea. It's, it's these two powers playing off of each other. When it comes down into this world, you see it more as the Gvul and, 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 and the, you know, and the, the Or, whatever. But, but the point is, is that it's the same idea at each place, each step. So when you say that the power of Kayach Gvul in Atzilus, what are you really talking about? You're not talking about that there's an actual Metzius of Yesh in Atzilus. But you'd call it the Kalim of Atzilus. That's what you would call it, right? Then what goes into the Kalim of Atzilus? The Or of Atzilus goes into the Kalim of Atzilus. In Atzilus, it plays out as being Chesed of Atzilus or Gvura of Atzilus or whatever it is. You're not, even, you're not talking about an actual creation. In this world, it comes out even further down that you're talking about actual creations. And those creations are also power. They're Koyach Gvul, which you would call Gvul actually down here, and, and the power that's going into them. It's the Kalim yeah. and Or. Can the Kaili of Atzilus have any sense of separation from Hashem himself? Um, no. No. Because at the end of the day, Kaili also is coming as much Hashem as the Or is Hashem. Don't forget that. And as a matter of fact, the way it explains in Atzilus, Kaili is actually coming from a higher level than the Or. But that's a whole other discussion. Right? But the point is, is that Kaili is not something other than Hashem. Kaili is Hashem, Or is Hashem. Right? So neither one is more Hashem or less Hashem. So let's 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 read a little bit further. See what he says here. But Kamosh Kasuv in the book Avodas Hakodesh, right? The very famous, uh, very famous book of, of Kabbalah that it says over there Shahagvul that the gvul that comes out, so to speak, from him from the beginning is the spheros. That's the kalim. You have to say the Kalim of, of Atilus is Elokus. Like we say then in the Zayar, that he and his causations are one. Meaning that the Kalim of Atilus is not less Hashem than the Or of Atilus. Don't make the mistake. Yeah? So the Kali is Hashem, the Or is Hashem. And just like Hashem has the power for Bligvul. You have to say that the that Hashem is the power of Gvul, like it says in the Avodas Hakodesh, that if you would say that the Hashem is only Ainsof and not the power of Gvul, then you're limiting Hashem. So just like Hashem has the power to be infinite, the power He has to have the power to be finite as well. Are you following what I'm you you're getting? No, it's not it's not chidushim here, right? This is, we know this from you know we learned this before. And in particular, the idea of the Kayach Gvul Like we say that there's a power of of, of Kayach Gvul Dafka before the Tzimtzum. 
in the Orient Sof, right? And it talks about it elsewhere in Chassidus, that that was one of the main points of the Tzimtzum, that before the Tzimtzum, you had the Kayach HaGvul and the Kayach HaBligvul. I'll give you an example. Again, another one of my personal examples. Okay? So, uh, again, take it with a grain of salt. It's actually a pun because I'm about to tell you. When you, when, when you look at the ocean, right? right? So what do you have? You have water. That's what you see. But really, there's salt in that water. Right? But what's overwhelming what? What's overwhelming is the water is overwhelming the salt. You don't see the salt in the water. Right? It just looks like plain water. In other words, if you were to look at Lake Michigan and you were looking at the Atlantic Ocean, you wouldn't see anything different one to the other, even though Lake Michigan is, Michigan is fresh water and the Atlantic Ocean is salt water. Right? However, what happens then? What happens is that since the water is overwhelming the salt, all you really see is the water. But if you wanted to make salt, what do you have to do? From salt water. To dry out the water? You have to dry out the water, right? So that's what they have, you know, like on, on seashores, right? That they have places when they want to make salt, right? Sea salt, right? So what do they do? They have these basins or whatever that the salt, that the water from the ocean goes into. And then what happens? Uh, you know, they pick them up or whatever, and the sun bakes down on it, and it evaporates all the water. And what, what do you have left? The salt. That's right. That's what happens. In a certain sense, that's a very good muscle for the Timsum. Right? Because what did you have? You have you have a concept of of you have bleakful and gvul going on before the before the symptom as well. But which is overwhelming which? The bleak vul is totally overwhelming the gvul, but they're all floating around together there. But then in order to make a world you need really gvul to be much stronger. Right? That's the whole definition of world. Helem. Helem is the idea of concealment, right? Because you have to have the idea of a metzias. If you're totally floating in a bleak vool situation, right? If you're totally floating in a bleak vool situation, so then there is no gvul that's ever going to shine out. You can never have a world. It's always bleak vool. It's always going to be infinite. Infinite is going to be shining over uh, limited. So what do you do? You suck out the, the bleak vool aspect of it. Right? That's what happened with the Tsimsum, right? What happened? Shem took a vacuum and he sucked out the bleak wool aspect. And what are you left with? Cool. He left with the wool. That's called the what? The Tsimsum. No, that's called the what? The Tsimsum is what happened, is the verb. The Rishima. That's what's called the Rishima. Right, very good. That's the trace that was left after the Tsimsum. Tsimsum is a verb for the idea of sucking out the ore. What's the Rishima? Now, the Rishima is the Kayach agvul that was left over, just like our example of the ocean water. When you cause the water to evaporate, you don't have to create salt. Salt is already there. It's just totally bottled by the water. Are you following what I'm saying here? Right? It's totally bottled by the water. But if you could remove the water, cause the water to evaporate, what are you going to be have left? You guys following? Hello, hello, yep. good morning. Salt. Right, you're going to have salt re- remaining, right? Salt is that is the concept of the Rishima. So then, however, with the salt, however, you can't do anything because it's just kalim. So what needs to happen next? You have to put ore back in. But there's a difference now because now, which is, which is the, so to speak, like for example, I don't know if you ever learned, 
I, I heard this once from Yossi Paltiel. Um, did you ever learn, did you learn Basar Bachalov yet? The idea of Tata Gavar or Ila Gavar, right? In other words, the idea of, right, if you put, like, for instance, cheese. Maybe, may, may, are you learning uh, Basar Bachalov right now? So if you put a piece of cheese on a piece of meat, right, and the bottom meat is hot, so what happens? You learned about this yet or not yet? What does it mean, Tata Gavar? Right, so the idea is the tata gavar, who wins out? The, the thing on the bottom or the thing on the top? In other words, which is going to have more energy to affect the other thing? So the idea of tata gavar means that whatever is on the bottom, whichever is there first, wins out. Think about it when you went, moved into yeshiva, when you moved into your room. If there was another bacha already in that room, he is establishing the energy of the room. So if he has all these, you know, Rabbit posters up, so that's a certain energy. If he has all these, uh, you know, Trump posters up, that's a different energy. If he has all the Havdil, right? If he has, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, a reggae, uh, you know, flag up, you know, that's a different energy. He's there first. You're moving into that energy because Tata Gavar. Whatever's there first, right? Whatever's there first influences whatever's going to come into it. So before you had, before you had the Tsimsum, so what's the, who was the Tata Gavar? The ain't so, the ain't so, the bleakvul, right? The bleakvul, right? If you remove the bleakvul and you're left only with gvul, so who's going to be the tata gavar now? The gvul, the gvul is going to be the the uh, the uh, what's call it? The tata gavar or the dominating force now. So now you have a rishima. The rishima is going to influence. So the kav comes in when the kav comes in. What's the kav? The line. What's the kav? The godly line. The, the, light, of the, the, the light of the bleakvul that's coming back into the situation, right? Is that right? the difference between our right. insight and insight? No, no. The, the bleakvul light is going to come in. Bleakvul light is going to come in. But now, who is dominating the story? The gvul, the keli, the rishima, right? So that is, that is the concept, yeah. The, it doesn't talk about a ziv. Ziv is more the concept of, we talk about, oh, that Hashem creates with a ziv. But it's not a name of something. Kav is the name of the light that comes in from bo- the before Tzimtzum light that's coming into the Tzimtzum. It's a name of something. Yeah. Okay, uh, we need a little bit of a map here, okay, yes. for you to have that question. It's indicatory that we are missing something here. Okay, so what? What? How? how does the map look? You have, you have before the Tzimtzum, Right. And then you have the tzimtzum, uh, everything I just described. And what's the first level after the tzimtzum? Okay, the, right, the kav. And then what's the first level after that? No, very far away. No, very far away. Ak, Adam Kadmon, that's the first level after the tzimtzum. Then you have something called the oilamos einsof, right? The bottom of which is something called tohu. After you have Tohu, then you have Atsilus. After Atsilus, you have Bria, Itzira, and Asiya. Okay? So, and it's sometimes called the, by different names, by the, when we're going to learn in a few parishes from now, with Yaakov, right? It talks about the sheep that are streaked and they're bundled and they're this and they're that. It's, that's, that's a, it's a, what comes out a there, significant. Uh, Adam Kadman? It's known as the Oilamos Einsof, where the ore wins out over the Kali. I thought, and this is through the cop. 
the cop. Yeah, 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 exactly. Is it like a more like exterior like buffer zone of Hiroshima? What does it mean, more exterior buffer zone? That sounds very nice. I don't understand what you're saying. Like, it all comes through the Rishima. The Rishima is at a certain point in history. That's the history of right at the Tsimsum. The Tsimsum happens and you're left with the Rishima, like I just explained before. Then the Kav comes in and starts creating worlds. Ak. So Ak is right the first world. Adam Kadam is the first world that comes out after the Tsimsum. Right? So that's mainly Or. Very little. Kali. But still, the Kali, it's, it's already become a something. The fact that it's a something, you could call it Adam Kadmon, is indicatory that, or indicative that it's already there is something that is limiting that's there. Then you have Oilamos Ainsov, which are worlds that the ore is very, very powerful, right? So you could have, for example, 10 spheros in one Kali, right? Then you have a Tohu, which is the idea of what's happening in Tohu. Tohu is, right, that the ore is still very great and the Kali is very small. And therefore, the ore overwhelms the keli to the point that the keli gets broken. Then you have the world of tikkun. What's tikkun? What's another word for tikkun? Atzilus, right. Atzilus is now the other way around. Now the keli is much bigger, much stronger, right? So therefore, the ore has to be much more limited. But at that stage, you have a, a equality between the ore and the keli. In tikkun. So tikkun or atzilus. That's the only place in the whole stratosphere of the worlds that you have the ore and the keli are equal right above atzilus the ore is greater than the keli below atzilus the keli is greater than the ore okay in atzilus the ore and the keli are equal that's why our whole avoida in in terms of you if you are learning kabbalah it's all the whole day is all about atzilus all about expanding the keli of atzilus by expanding the keli of atzilus what automatically happens you bring in more ore because it has to be equal, right? That's the objective. So as you expand, right, so you cause more ore to go in and you hopefully don't break the system where the, you make a hole in the keli, in which case the ore flows out like we learned in, right? Didn't we learn that in Vidui Chuva? We talked all about that idea. Yeah? You remember that? Okay. Wow. So that's the basic uh, discussion of what's going on here. So you have Koyach in each place. Right, but the kayach agvul in each place is going to take on a different, a different, uh, a different look or a different uh, perspective. So before the tzimtzum, the kayach agvul is there as well. However, the kayach agvul is totally overwhelmed by the gvul. I mean, by 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 bleakvul, Excuse me. So much right? like the ocean, you can't even see it. Like the ocean, like you can't even see it. Right, that was the whole problem. You can't create a world in a place where it's where it's all ocean. Right, you have nowhere to make it can't do that you have to dry out so to speak a certain area and then you could have dry land then you could start the creation same idea here you had to have a dry a dry piece right you had to take away right the water so to speak in order to make dry land you have to take away the ore in order to have a situation where there's room to make a seder histalshalos but even that's ore the kalim are even ore too it's just it's not that the, no the kalim are not ore the kalim are kalim don't make a mistake. Which is coming from a higher source, and you'll learn Hasidus more and more, and you'll understand that the Kalim are actually coming from a much higher source than the Or, which makes a lot of sense if you think about it. Why does that make sense? Well, first of all, that's very good because it can contain the Or. That's what that's a, the first Maimarim in Ranat. That's what it talks about. But why, why does it make sense? Think about it. Where does the Or come from? 
or is a reduction of other or. A keli is its own metzias. In other words, you can't create kalim. Kalim either are or they're not. Or it's just a reduction. So every keli that ever is in, it, in the whole of existence was created already, was made. It was from the first, from Atmos, from the Etzen of Hashem, right? So it's just one keli coming out from another keli. It's like almost, if you, if you, I mean, it's a bad example, but those Russian dolls is, is what comes to mind, right? It's one keli coming out. And what happens is that every world has a tzimtzum going on in it. To go from one world to the next world, let's talk about the Olamus Einso, for example. What needs to happen is that there needs to be a elevation in the ore at each level. What happens when there's an elevation in, in the ore? What's going to happen? Think, think about it for a second. Yochanan, you with us? Yochanan. Up or down? What? There's an elevation in the ore, right? If you're sucking up the ore, what's going to happen? Think. We just went through this whole thing. What? The keli, the drop, the kalim are going to drop down. Right? If you think, think about it, every world is a tzimtzum. So every space, in order to draw down a lower level of keli, which is always there, right? Are we creating salt or are we not creating salt? No, the salt is always there, right? So how do you get out the salt? Remove the water. So it's the same kalim. The same idea. So the kalim, so what's happening is, is that as the, as the, Let's think about it in a different way. Think about the original Tzimtzum. I'm trying to get you to think about it logically as opposed to just memorizing words here. Okay? If you have infinite light, right? You have Kayacha Bligvul. And you have Kayacha Gvul. All mixed together. Think about the ocean, right? You want to release the Kalim, that the Kalim should be more prominent, right? So you're going to have to take out the Bligvul. Yeah? So that's what happens, right? You take a vacuum, you take out the bleak wool. What happens? The kalim drop down. Now, what's happening next? What's the next step in this situation? Cow. The cop. So what, what are you doing now? Putting You're putting a very, very channeled ore, right, from the bleak wool ore into the kalim, in, back into the story. So now, so now they're more, the Kali is already the Tata Gava, right? He's in the room first, right? So the ore that's coming back in is being influenced by the Kali that's there. You can put up a fight. Okay, now, now, let's say you want to move down to the next level. But again, you have a situation where you have equality, you, you have this, I don't want to call it equal, but you have a certain amount of ore and you have a certain amount of Kali. What are you going to do next? You put in even less. You have to, no, you have to first suck out the ore that's there. You have to suck out a certain level of the ore that's there. And what's going to happen next? So what's going to happen next? A kali is going to drop down. But what type of kali is going to drop down? A kali that's even a lower, a kali that's even on a lower level will drop down. Why? Right? It's not the same kali that's dropping down because the kali from before was, was equal. It, it was doing fine. If you want to reveal more you have to bring down a lower, you have to bring down the, the Kaylee that's inside. In other words, bring out something more. So, bring out, so then the lower level Kaylee is going to drop down, right? And that lower level Kaylee now is going to be sitting there. And what's going to happen? A lower level light is going to come down into it. Why is it a lower level Kaylee? Because that's what happens. That's, what, that's, that's what, what's going on is at it each level. Is dropping down from being influenced from the lower level light from the cough? 
Where's is it dropping down? The no. Kaylee that dropped first was from the blue. So color. imagine that the that the the first Kaylee that drops down is this huge Kaylee. Right. But in that huge Kaylee, there are other Kaylee. But those other Kaylee we're not seeing. Why are we not seeing? Because it's on such a high level you can't see it. You know what it reminds me of? If you think about do you ever do the experiment um when you're a kid? I think we did it like like in fifth grade or sixth grade. You take a black dye and you put it on a on a like a coffee filter, right? And then you put water on it. Yeah, and then what happens? No, what happens is that oh, that might be true also. But on the on the filter, what winds up happening is all of a sudden you wind up seeing all different types of colors that come out. Different guys, colors. Different colors that come out from that initial black dye, right? You know, no one's ever done this, but you guys can do this experiment. We should do, do it. like in fifth or sixth grade. So each level, as it's going further away from the source, is coming. It's like a lighter, lighter color and lighter color and lighter color and lighter color and lighter color. Right as it goes further away from the original black drop, you didn't do that in Princeton. That wasn't one of your astro astrophysics uh, experiments. How do, how do where the other colors come from? Because they were inside the ink in the from the first place. That's what the ink is made up of, of all these different colors. Right, black is a combination of all the colors. Right, exactly. So, so the similar idea is happening here, but at each level, it's able to contain the ore of that level. Right, but then when you remove the ore. So what happens is that a lower level Kaylee is able to drop down, and now that lower level Kaylee is able to attract a lower level of ore into it. Ah, you bring out the just pure blackness that's in the color, and you take out like the just like how the like the orange comes out of the black. That's like a lower level Kaylee, so to speak. Right. And now it was, but it was always there from the first right. time. Right? right. That's what I'm trying to say. In other words, the the Kaylee, it's not a, it's not you're not creating Kaylee. The Kaylee was there. Think of it in terms of like the, again, I'm using all these mashalim, which are not real mashalim. They're not that the Rebbe made these. I'm making these up to try to somehow bend your minds, right? So imagine like the Russian dolls. Each time you open up the bigger doll, a, low, a smaller doll comes out, right? So that's what's basically happening here. Each time you drop, you pull up the ore, a lower level of Kaylee comes down, comes out. And then that lower level of Kaylee now attracts the new light into it. But the new light is the same light as before. It's just a lower level of that light. So that same light that started off from the beginning, from the Kav, it just gets lowered and lowered and lowered and lowered, both in terms of the amount and in terms of the quality. Right? So it's quantity and quality thing. In order to go into that next level of Kaylee at each level. You following what I'm saying? So therefore, as you keep on moving down, the Kaylee are going to a lower level, lower level, lower level, lower level, and therefore it's attracting a lower level of light, lower level of light, lower level of light. That's what winds up happening. So at each level, though, you have a Kaylee and or, but it's just called by different names. You can call it the Bleakvul as opposed to Kayacha Bleakvul, Kayacha Gvul. You can call it Rishim Ma'in Kav. You can call it Or and Kaylee. You can call it whatever you want to call it, but it's the same concept over and over and over and over again. And that's why in order to go from one place to the next, you have to have a Timsum. You have to do that. It's similar to uh, also with regards to even if a person really wants to develop themselves, and we're out of time, but if a person wants to develop themselves, let's say that they're going, uh, they're going to a... a um, a, uh, let's say, let's talk about going from 8th grade to ninth grade again, like we, talk, we gave the example the other day. If you're going from 8th grade to ninth grade, you're at the top in the 8th grade, right? You're at the top of the, the lower, of, of the lower system, right? If you want to go to a higher system, 
right? You have to, so to speak, remove, you wind up, what winds up happening is you wind up removing your ego, right? In order to now go into this new system, right? Which is you have to now have a Kaylee that's there in order to be bitter enough to this new system in order to make it work in the new system. But if you come in with all your, with all your attitude of, of the senior eighth grader, you're going to get squashed in ninth grade. Right? What needs to happen is that you have to remove that attitude. You have to come in as a bitl dicker person. And then you can build yourself up in ninth grade until you finally get to build her more and more and more and more and more until you get to twelfth grade. Now you're senioritis again. But again, once you ha- hit that level, you have to go through another, another you know, uh, situation where you have to remove your attitude and to get into the first year of college. And now you're a freshman in college. Now you're back to the bottom again. But this is going up. But the same. But the same. It's the same concept. You have to in in each situation, wherever you find yourself, you have to break something in order to allow you to, yourself to develop to a new into a new scenario. Whatever that scenario is, whether you're going up the ladder or down the ladder, it's always it's always this situation where you're you finished one situation, one area, one world. One, uh, one unit, and now you have to make a jump to go to the next unit. Masha Enkin, when you're going to, from 6th to 7th grade, you're not doing that because it's all within the same school. So you're still building. But you have to have a break in order to go to a, new, a whole new unit or a whole new world. The same thing is happening here. To get from world 1, which is a higher level, to world 2, which is a lower level, you have to have a something. Something has to change. Something has to make. You have to make a huge change, and what winds up happening is that what has to happen is that the ore has to come up, which allows the keli to drop down, the next level keli to drop down, which enables then the ore to be able to go back into get attracted to the next level of keli. But now the ore that's going into this keli is going to be a lower level of keli. Think about it even in terms of okay. The last example, and then we'll we'll stop. A teacher teaching a student. Right, a teacher teaching a student, what he needs to do is he has to first of all, first and foremost, he has to understand the material. Then what he has to do is he has to remove the way he understands the material and try to figure out how am I going to develop, how am I going to express this piece of information so that way the student will understand. So he has to remove the way he understands it and try to use certain kali, right, certain words that will you know, explain it to the student. Once he's figured out what words he's going to use, then he could shoot back the energy, shoot back the information into those words to be able to give it over to the student. But the, informa- the, the so to speak, the ore that's going to the student is on a much lower level than the ore, the way he has it. The way he has it is totally different. Think about our example of Einstein. Einstein is teaching right, physics to a bunch of 13-year-olds. He cannot speak in the same way as he's speaking to his, you know, uh, to his, com- you know, his uh, companions, his friends, uh, other other professors, and he can't explain it the way he explains it to his PhD students in in Princeton, and he can't explain it even to his to his, uh, you know, the first year, the college, the freshman class in in Princeton. He has to now lower himself down to teach an eighth grader. So what does he have to do? He has to remove the way he understands it. And try to under, try to put himself into the into the shoes of an eighth grader. That's the Kaylee. And 
and he has to lower itself down to use particular words that the eighth grader is going to get. If he's going to use the words the way he explains it to his PhD, uh, you know, uh, teaching assistant, it's not going to make. It's not going to work. It doesn't work that way. And he can't even. He can't for sure even use the words that he's going to use if he were teaching a freshman in college. He has to use completely different words. He has to lower in order to get out those words. Though he has to remove the way he understands it. And that's the or. That's the or. So it's like it's like I see this student, and I already know this level of or that I have. My understanding it has to go. It has to go up. It has to go up for now. Right. So, so that means though that I now have to. The, the limitation is now going to go into the more limited Kaylee, and that's the eighth grader. The eighth grader what is happens the, is I have to find the words to be able to touch that eighth grader. And that's, and that's, uh, that's the Kaylee with a now more limited That's the Kaylee, and now the, that, those Kaylee are sucking in the limited ore.